Well, hey, welcome to family service. Um, and I'm glad you're here. And uh, let me just say, I've got three kids. They're right up here. Um, do we have any other kids in the, in the room today? Where are your kids at? Let me hear your kids. Where are you at? Hey, I do something. My name is Philip, um, but I do something when I'm teaching with the kids. It's called call and response. So there's going to be a lot of times where kids, I'm asking you to shout out. And adults, if you're here, um, I want you to, to lean in, be engaged. Uh, but to, to be very clear, listen, um, while this message is to the kids, it's for everyone. Okay, so it's to the kids. We champion the next generation. Absolutely love that song that we just prayed together, um, but it's for everyone. And so let me just say, parents, because I get this, um, you do not have to apologize for being a family at family worship, okay? Don't feel bad. Like if you saw that kid chasing the light up here, that's my kid. And I'll be honest, like it, it's still, sometimes I start to cringe and I start, but that's distraction because listen, when it's family worship, we invite the family in to worship. And I'll be honest, I could learn a lot from my four-year-old by chasing the light, right? Yeah, that's what he's doing. And, and we saw that in scripture. David, he dances when he's worshiping at times. And sometimes we can learn from kids and just chase hard after Jesus with joy like that. And so, hey, listen, if your kid starts yelling or, or crying or screaming, um, I won't take offense. You shouldn't either, um, but it's going to be good. And so that's, that's what I was told why you got a sucker so that you could put it in your mouth. You have it whenever you want. Now's a totally fine time. But um, but I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're here. But also you got a few sheets of paper. I see you got yours lined up. That's perfect. Kids, if you have your sheets of paper, I want you to go ahead and get those. I'm going to tell you what you're going to do with them. And, um, and then you'll get, to, you'll get to help with the message. Because I get, I get to share a message, but I'm getting to share it with you. And you're going to help me share it with everyone. Okay, so kids. Kids, are you ready? I want you to get the green sheet of paper. I want you to hold it up. And you'll also need something to write with or draw with. So hold that green sheet of paper up. Wave it to me. Wave it to me. Awesome. Good deal. Good deal. So here's what I want you to do on that green sheet of paper. I want you to write or draw your most favorite thing to wear. Your most favorite thing to wear. Think about it real quick. Think about it. Think about it. You're going to have 15 seconds to write or draw your most favorite thing to wear. You ready? Go. Go, 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 go. Oh, I love it. I love it. We're going to work these cameras today. Here we go. What are we working on? Oh, you got to go. You got to go. Gotta go. That's lovely. That's lo keep drawing. Keep drawing. Hey, if you can write, you could write too. That would be helpful as well if you want to write it. Excellent. Excellent. Very nice. I love it. That's really good. That's good. That's good. You working on them? You working on them? Awesome. Most favorite thing to wear. Perfect. 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 All right, stop. Good deal. Good deal. That's so good. That's so good. Now I want you to set the green sheet very carefully to the side so it doesn't get wrinkled. It doesn't get messed up. Now I want you to hold this purple sheet up. Lavender, periwinkle, whatever you call it. This sheet of paper right here. It's a wannabe blue is what it is, I think. But um, here's what I want you to do. On this sheet, hold it up. Oh, but very gently like this. Okay, sorry. Um, and I want you to write. Write. If you can write, that would be perfect. If you want to draw, that's totally fine. Write or draw the smelliest smell you've ever smelled. Write or draw the smelliest smell you've ever smelled. Ready? Go. Go. Oh, I know this is going to be good. Absolutely. That is terribly stinky. Forget. What? Can you write that in church? Oh, my goodness. 
That's amazing. That's my kid, too. <laughs> We're trying, guys. We're trying. Awesome. Cool. Smelliest smell you've ever smelled. Okay, and then now, now set that one aside. Set that one aside. And then the last one, we have a yellow sheet of paper. Hold it up. Hold it up and then flap it. Flap it like a bird. Because on this sheet of paper, I want you to write or draw, write or draw the silliest animal you've ever seen. Silliest animal you've ever seen. Write or draw, silliest animal you've ever seen on this sheet of paper. Ready, go. Feels like a, sounds like a circus. What does that say? Nice. Those are, oh, that's, I didn't even think of that one. What you got over here? What's that one? Oh, yes. I love that. Cool, cool, cool. All right, all right. Hey, so now, now you should have three sheets of paper, one with your most favorite thing to wear, the other one with the smelliest smell you've ever smelt, and the third one with the silliest animal you've ever seen. Now I want you to take these papers and very, very gently and carefully, I want you to crumble each one of them up. Crumble each one of them up, okay? Each one of them. And now listen, this is the time. If you have a sucker in your mouth, go in and maybe hand it to uh, whoever brought you today, hand it to them. Because what I need you to do is bring all three of those little balls, come up here and throw them on the stage, right up here to me. Throw them on the stage, come on. Come on, throw, throw them right up here. Make sure you get it up, there you go. There. What? Is this a snowball fight? It's not fair. All right, come on, come on. Yeah, bring it on up, bring it on up. Very nice, perfect. Perfect. Awesome. Whoa. Hey, I caught that one. Awesome. Awesome. That's a good one. Sweet. We have any others? What? Oh, hey, Bo. All right. Sweet. Hey, yeah, you can take this one. Woo. We'll be done in just a moment. Because I get it. Uh, <laughs> wow. Oh, this is a really good one. Okay, so um, Micah threw some of them up here to me. So here's the deal. Listen, I'm gonna use some of these a little bit later in... <laughs> That's good. I'm gonna use some of these a little bit later in the service. And so kids, here's your opportunity. You might get to be part of the preaching because I'm gonna use some of your... This is inappropriate. No, I'm totally kidding. That one's fine. We can do that. I don't want to hurt your feelers. Um, but I'm going to use some of these a little bit later in the service. All right, I got, we need one more yellow. This one or this one? No. Let's see. <laughs> I love that. I don't even know what it is, but we're going to use it. So here we go. So listen, uh, all, of these, all of these things here, um, I'm going to kind of move some so I don't trip over these papers. All of these that you just wrote, all of these things um, are, are things that we experience in life, okay? And so whether it's your favorite clothes to wear, whether it's like a smell that you smelt, or, or whether it's a silly animal, these are things that we experience. We're going to jump and connect that in just a bit. But to get there, we're going to talk about God's Word. We're going to talk using the Bible. And so, uh, so kids, let me just say, if you don't have a Bible, like if you don't own a Bible, then you just tell somebody in The Rock or Jesus Junction anytime and they will hook you up with your very own Bible, okay? We want every single person to have a Bible. Parents, it goes for you. You can tell me and I'll hook you up. So we're gonna use the Bible. And, um, and, and real quick, real quick, 
I'm gonna give you like a brief overview of, of the Bible and then we're gonna jump into a certain part. You tracking me? So kids, if you hear me say, yep. Okay, cool. Adults, if you hear me say, yes, sir. That's good, that's good. Okay, hey, so the Bible, the Bible's divided up into two parts, the Old Testament and the New Testament, okay? The Old Testament is God's promise to a group of people. The New Testament is God's promise to all people, but they are connected in every way. They all tell the same story. We're gonna talk about this over the next few weeks. Essentially, this is the story that Jesus is coming, Jesus has come, and Jesus is coming again. That is the story of the Bible, but... But there's all these different parts. All these different people wrote different sections of the Bible. And so the New Testament, this promise to all people, it begins when Jesus shows up. And so just yesterday, we celebrated Christmas, right? The birth of our Savior, the birth of Jesus. So we celebrate that Jesus showed up and he stepped into the story, all right? So that's kind of where we're at. We're a little bit after Jesus has lived on earth. He's healed people. He's taught He's done all kinds of awesome things. The most incredible thing is he went to the cross that Miss Carolyn was just talking about. And he made a way for you to have a relationship with God. And then now he's in heaven with his father, okay? So we're gonna talk from this book called Philippians. All right, so Philippians is written by a guy named Paul. Everybody say Paul. Paul, beautiful. You guys drug that out like you're from Georgia or something. Paul, that's good, that's good. So we're gonna talk about this guy, Paul. He wrote a letter to the church at Philippi, kind of like my name. My name's Philip. This place is in Philippi and the, the, the people there in this letter is called Philippians. Okay, so just the kids, Philippians, say it, Philippians. Okay, so Philippians is a book. And then in one of the chapters, chapter four, Paul is writing about this idea that we're gonna talk about today. And let me introduce it to you, this idea of being content. Content, let's throw this up here. Here's what content means. Content is learning to be happy with what you have. So kids, here's what I want to do. We're gonna talk about this word content. Learn to be happy with what you have, but it also, it also leads you to being grateful. Okay, so kids are gonna help us out, but the adults are gonna join along, right? It's to the kids for everyone. Every time I say content, you say grateful. You tracking? Let's try it. Content. Content. Canteen. Watch it. Watch it. Okay, there we go. So content. All right, now you're listening. Now you're tracking with me. All right, so we're gonna talk about this idea of being, of being grateful and what leads to that and how we can learn uh, to be that. And so we're gonna, we're gonna look at, at Paul. And so Paul, Paul's this guy who's following Jesus, but his life is like a roller coaster, okay? Anybody like roller coasters? You love roller coasters? Roller coasters, there's a lot of high highs, but then there's some super low lows that, that can be pretty scary, right? You tracking me? Parents, you with me? Like you're 52 inches or higher, whatever you gotta be to ride them. And then like it's super, it's fun, but then it's like, oh, it's kind of, that's how life is. And that's how life was for Paul. He experienced some incredible things, but then he had some really, really hard times as well. And, and so um, I wanna share with you just a few of those things. So Paul, Paul in his life, he, he had times, he had times where people would talk really bad about him. Paul had times where people, I'm not kidding, where people would get together and they would jump him and beat him up. Paul had times in his life where they didn't just like hit him or kick him. Literally, I'm, don't ever do this. They would throw rocks at him. 
and hurt him. And they would leave him there until like he, he was just, it looked like he was sleeping. He was hurt so bad. So Paul had these really horrible times, but he also had amazing times where he was advancing God's kingdom and people were responding and, and healing was happening and new life was experienced. But, but these hard times, in fact, even when he was traveling, because he traveled all over and he was planting churches and he was preaching, right? Folks wouldn't come hear him. He would go to them and he would preach. That's what Paul did. He was a missionary. And there's this time where he was traveling. He was on a ship. He was on a boat. Anybody ever been on a boat before? Yeah? Yeah. So Paul was on a boat too, this big old boat, and it's going in the sea, and then a storm comes up, and it crashes the boat, and the boat goes into like a million pieces. He's shipwrecked out in the water, and so they're all grabbing, they're grabbing stuff, and they're like floating along, they're kind of doing this, right? Like, act like you're swimming. Let me see. Let me see. Yeah, you guys would be perfect in a shipwreck. Some of you. Okay, so he's out in the water, and get this. He gets enough like, like debris around him. He makes his way to the shore, all right? So as if getting shipwrecked wasn't bad enough, he gets to the shore, it's cold, it's rainy. You can read this in Acts chapter 28. He, he walks up on the shore and the people there are like, oh, hey man, we'll, we'll warm you up. And they're being super nice and they build a campfire. And Paul's like, hey, I'll help with that. Any kids ever help build the campfire? Yeah? And so he was helping get wood. He throws a piece of wood in there. Get this. A viper jumps out and bites his hand. A snake, he can, he's like, and he's shaking the snake and he shakes the snake up. So Paul experienced really awesome things and really hard things, but he was content through it all. In fact, his trust in God only grew no matter what he faced. And in Philippians chapter four, he gives us an idea. He gives us the key behind the reason he can be content. Awesome. So he's writing to him, Philippians chapter four, and, and he's saying, hey guys, you have been such a support. You've been so helpful. I appreciate all that. And then we pick up in verse 11. He says, I'm not saying this because I am in need. He's like, I'm good. You guys are helping. I appreciate it. He says, for I have learned to be content, whatever the circumstances. Paul says this. So all the kids, I want you to point to one of these big screens up here. Point to one of these big screens. Paul says this and he writes it and he encourages people just like us. He says, for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. And here's what is so key. Adults, listen, it's a process. Kids, you don't just like decide I'm going to be content and then suddenly you're always grateful. It's a process that Paul learned, but, but he said, here's the secret. Here's the secret to trusting God through the good times and the bad is that I've learned to be grateful by being content. Awesome, man. You guys are tracking. You guys are tracking. And, and so then he gives some examples. He says this. He says, because I know what it's like to be in need and I know what it's like to have plenty. I've learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. So he's saying, listen, I've had like the best days of life, like when I'm living my best life. Kids, maybe for you, it's like a supersized slushy beside the pool in the summertime, right? You're like, this is my best life, right? Paul's saying, hey, I've had incredible experiences and I've learned how to be grateful in those times, but I've also had some really, really hard times and kids, adults, and we've had some hard times. Right? Where you're sad or maybe you, you lose something or you lose someone close to you or you feel like a relationship is broken and these are hard things. Paul had those 
moments too. And he's saying, and here's how I've powered through this next verse, Philippians chapter four, verse 13. He says, because I can do all this, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. See, Paul says, here's the key to being content. Here's the key to being content. I hear you students. He says, hey, hey, here's the key. It's leaning on God for my supply. So kids, it's a lot like when your mama pulls up and she has to fill the minivan up with gasoline so you can keep pushing forward, right? Or it's like when you eat a whole bunch of Christmas cookies, a whole bunch, anybody eat a lot of cookies? I see you. So you eat a whole bunch of cookies and now you can run like 12 laps around the house, right? Because now you're fueled up. And he's saying, hey, listen, listen, I've learned to be grateful. I've learned to be content because God is my supply. And so I can do all things through Christ because he fuels me, because he is my supply. And, and like the kid president shared just a moment, I love that kid. He's so awesome. Those videos, you can check them out. Like he shared, man, we all have things to be thankful for. Big things, small things, awesome things, tiny things, new things, old things. Like we all have things to be grateful for. And, and when we pause, when we pause to say thank you for those things, it helps us grow. It helps us learn to be content. We have progressively gotten worse. I mean, I need us all together. We have, come on now, come on. We got like four minutes left, let's go. <clears throat> Listen, I didn't say it yet. So when we pause, when we pause to be thankful and remember the gifts in our life, big or small, it helps us learn to be content. I love it. I love it. And listen, there's all kinds of examples of things in our lives that we can be grateful for, all kinds of examples of things that, that, we, can, that, that we can be thankful for. Okay. And so the first I want to mention is just people in our lives. Kid President said sometimes people can be peopley. I know some peopley people. But, but when I pause and I'm grateful for those people, it helps me grow in being content. And so I want you to look around real quick. I want you to look around at the different people, maybe the people you came with, maybe the people that came to your mind when you sang that song of blessing over the generations, maybe the people that like you hadn't seen in a while, or maybe you're new and you're like, I don't even know these people. That's okay. Listen, every single person, kids, I want you to hear me. Every single person that you will ever meet is created in the image of God. Every single person you will ever meet, whether they are big, I've met some big people or some really small people or some really, really strong people. And I've met skinny people. I've, that's me. And like there's all kinds of people. I've met people who look different than me, who dress different than me. People who, who have different color skin than I do. People who have different color hair than I do. Different lengths of hair. All kinds of people. And every single one of them created in the image of God. God loves them. And when we begin to see people the way God sees them, then we grow more content in our relationships with those people. And so people wanted to start there, but then um, when, you, when you like keep going, there's some things that oftentimes we overlook and, uh, and we don't always remember to be grateful for like clothes. 
okay? Like, like sometimes we, we forget to even be thankful for clothes that we wear, right? And, and when we talk about our most favorite thing to wear, for me, I, I love to wear a good hoodie. And that's what I'm doing. So I am living my best life wearing a good hoodie. And, and so for some of you, it's different. But when you think about all the things you have to wear, like if you have shoes on your feet, if you have pants, like Kid President said, I'm so grateful for pants. If you have clothes, we, we can be so grateful. So I want to share some of our favorite things to wear. Um, this right here is, uh, is a dress. Listen, we've got a kid here today who loves to wear dresses. And I'm so, so, so grateful that you have a dress that you can wear and, um, and that you get to wear that. And that being reminded of how thankful you are for a dress allows you to grow in being more content. Exactly. And, oh, I love this. Hey, and some of us, we get to do things. We get to do some fun things. And, and when we do, sometimes we get to wear special uniforms when we do them. And so we've got a kid here today that their most favorite thing to wear is a jersey. It's a jersey. It looks like a basketball jersey because it's like drawing and writing, this kind of thing. So a basketball, that is so cool that you have an opportunity to wear your most favorite thing while doing something that I hope you really, really enjoy. And when we pause to be thankful, we grow in being content. And listen, but it's not just things that we wear. It's also, man, it's also uh, creation. Man, I love creation. I love thinking about how God, God is so creative that he created creation. Anybody like to draw or do art or paint or, yeah? I know my niece, she loves to do that. She really enjoys doing that sort of thing. And, and so a, a lot of you enjoy doing that. My kids, they just love to create because we're made in the image of God. And God's creative and he created this world and there's all kinds of incredible things we get to experience. And here's what's so cool. God created senses for us to enjoy creation. It's unbelievable. Think about like sunsets. Think about sunrises. Some of you have not seen many sunrises and that's okay. That's why the sunsets are just as beautiful, right? And then think about mountains. Think, think about the ocean. Have you ever been to an ocean and you just stand there and as far as you can see and you look out and you don't, you know, you go at a time where there's not many people and you can actually see kind of like the curve of the horizon and you're reminded that you're suspended on this ball in space traveling 67,000 miles an hour in a circle and you are standing there witnessing creation. I mean, think about some of the most awesome things in life, like, like bananas, or kiwis, or antelopes, or bald eagles, or rivers. Aren't rivers cool? Yeah, it's like water stepping into a boxing ring. You know, it's just like, this is amazing. They're like, how, what's the hardest way to get down the mountain? That's the way I'm going. That's a river. How cool is that? And then think about, think about things that you, you look up and you see, like Kid President said, clouds that look like stuff. An airplane, but it was an airplane. It's crazy that we get to see that kind of thing, but, but not just the things we see. Think about the things you taste. Think about chocolate chip cookies, anybody? Yeah? And think about like, like things you, you, think about the good things you smell, like a fresh baked apple pie, right? Or, or what about this? One of God's greatest creations, Joella's hot chicken. Right? Yeah, I love that stuff. And so listen, there's all these things. You walk in, it's like, ah, 
It's so good. It's so good. We get to smell that. But then there's other smells. There's some of the smelliest smells that we've ever smelled, right? And, and you guys were sharing some of these with me. And when you think about some of the smelly smells, even though, whoa, oh, oh, wow. Yes, we're using that one. When you think about some of the smelliest smells, sometimes you can be like, ew, that's gross. But here's what's so cool, that God even gave you the gift of smelling smelly smells. Like maybe to just add a little levity, that means like to laugh a little bit in life and this sort of thing. And so we've got a lot of kids thinking along the same lines here with these smells. But these are some of the smells that you think are the smelliest smells, okay? I love this one. Uh, my brother after wrestling practice, tournaments. <laughs> or tournament, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, my, my bad. I saw the X out. My brother after wrestling practice or tournaments, okay? And, and I get it. I get it because I've played sports before. That's pretty smelly. Um, this is just, I love it. It's a picture of a foot. <laughs> just one of the smelliest smells. It's a foot. Fortunately for some parent, they didn't label whose foot this is, okay? So they left some dignity on the table for you. But uh, just a foot. Um, this right here, dog poo. And they drew a picture. <laughs> We'll crumble that one back up. But these are some of the smelliest smells. But listen, even when it's smelly, it's still a gift to be able to smell, to experience creation. And when we pause to be thankful, to experience God's creation, it helps us learn to be content. Listen, then the last one, um, I'm a big fan of, of animals. And you guys, you love animals, many of you, and, and they're so fun. Um, but think about all the awesome animals. Think about antelopes. Right? It's like a deer that just left Starbucks. You know what I'm saying? It's like, what are you doing? But they just, they, it's like they want to be a reindeer. They just can't jump high enough. You know, it's, it's a strange thing. Um, but then they got like these pointy things. So it's weird. It's like a double unicorn. You know what I'm saying? And so antelopes are wild, but then anteaters. You know how much of something you have to eat to be named after the thing you eat? You're not even your own thing. You're what you eat, right? Some of you would not like us to name you like that. And I get it. I get it. I, Joel, you know, but anyway, so, um, but some of the animals, some of the animals that we see, silly animals, think about big animals like elephants and giraffes. How cool is that? It's like they have an arm on their face to pick up water. How do you do that? God's so creative. Think about a giraffe, a giraffe. It's crazy. It's like, let's take, let's take the, uh, let's take the print of a cheetah and put it on a horse and stretch its neck out. Think about that. That's an animal, that's unbelievable. Think about like small animals, like roly polies. <laughs> you know how much you have to roll to be named? Listen, roly polies are amazing. You pick them up, they turn into a bowling ball, but this big for Legos, right? That, that's what it is, but you see those things. Think about chipmunks, chipmunks. They're like tiny squirrels and squirrels are already small. And so chipmunks are just really, really cool. They even have like cartoons after them, all that kind of stuff. Think about like silly animals. We got some of these, like a kangaroo with, and it's pointing to like this, this baggie on his belly. Isn't that cool? Like that's a silly animal. You look at a kangaroo and it's like, what's going on? And it, and it takes off. It's got feet the size of shacks, right? But it's only this tall and it's crazy. It looks like a capital L standing there. You know what I'm saying? And, and, then, and then it carries its own backpack on its belly and puts kids inside. 
it's like a mom at Walt Disney World. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, there, so there's all kinds of these silly animals. This right here, <laughs> I love this. They said chipmunk and X'd it out. So I got you in there. But then they said monkeys. I love that. They really thought they were like chipmunks. Are not as silly as monkeys. <laughs> monkeys are awesome. Who has ever wanted to own a monkey in your life? Which, right? I think that's because everybody watched um, what, what, Aladdin, right? And like Abu, isn't that his name? Abu, right? With a little monkey. And you're like, oh, I want a little monkey. You know, and then you're like, they, they fling the smelly stuff. But um, so there's monkeys. And then this last one, I love this because they want to be very, very specific with this. A hairless cat. Because <laughs> I'll be honest, cats, I don't like. And so I think God was like, I know a lot of people aren't going to like them, but I'm going to make them silly by not giving them any hair. And now they'll be funny, right? And then they'll show up, this kind of thing. And so, so listen, listen, our God is so creative that he allows us to experience his creation. And when we pause, whether it's people, whether it's experiences, whether it's, it, it, it's things you get to look at, whether it's things you get to taste or smell or hear, no matter what experience you get to have, when we pause and we're thankful for that experience, it helps us grow in becoming more content. And listen, I'll be real honest with you as we wrap up right here. It's the greatest gift that you could ever, ever, ever experience. Kids, I want you to hear me because there's all kinds of wish lists. There's all kinds of things to be grateful for. There's all kinds of, of things to experience, but the greatest gift you could ever, ever experience is a relationship with Jesus. A relationship with Jesus. And Miss Carolyn, she talked about that. And God has given us so many blessings, even in a hard year, even in a hard 24 months. But friends, when we pause and we notice even the silly things, even the smelly things, even the small things, and it helps us put those things in perspective that we can still lean in and trust God in the highs and in the lows because he is good. He is a good giver. And the ultimate good gift he gave was the good news of his son, Jesus. And, and so kids, parents, if you want to have a conversation about that gift, now I'm gonna be right up here probably playing with kids. That's totally fine. You can come hang. Come talk with me. Monty is right over here. Miss Carolyn is here. But any time that you want to talk about the gift of Jesus, we'd love to walk you through that conversation. And so listen, you guys have been fantastic. One more time. We've talked today about one word. I'm going to say it and I want all together you guys to reply as loud as you can with your word. So today we've talked about being content. Cool, cool, cool. Hey, everybody, I want you to take the hand that you write with, the hand you draw with, the hand you normally wave with. I want you to take it and I want you to hold it way up as high as you can. We're going to pray together and we're going to wrap up. God, thank you so much for being such a good father. God, I thank you for an opportunity to come together as families. God, I thank you for all the kids here. Father, thank you for the joy that they bring. God, I thank you that, that kids can run, they can be loud, they can be themselves because you created them to be. And, and, and Father, I thank you that Jesus set the example and said, hey, hey, don't shun the kids away. Let them come and experience me. God, that is my prayer, is that we all take a step closer to Jesus. God, that we all grow in being grateful. And Father, that we do that by trusting in you. So Father, we pray all these things in your son's name. Amen.